I'm Jane Copier, and you're listening to Happy in the Middle, a podcast for Christian women who want to make the second half of life the best half. This podcast is all about helping women to reignite their spark and step into their divine power in order to create deep and connected relationships and also find that fulfillment and satisfaction they crave. So if you're ready to grow, join me and learn how you too can overcome guilt, resentment, disappointment, and enjoy the fruits of creating a life well lived. Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends, and episode number 18, how to reconnect with your spouse in midlife. I have got so much goodness for you today, but first I want to thank an anonymous follower on TikTok who wrote this about my last episode. She said, just listen to your podcast. Wow. Thank you so much. Just what I needed to engage with my children. I can't even tell you how happy it makes me to share my coaching tools. They've made such a difference in my own life. And I want every single woman in the world to feel more empowered and more joyful in her life. So thank you so much for sharing this. It really means so much to me. Um, By the way, everyone, happy February. It is the month of love. (laughs) And I know for so many of us, we kind of hate this holiday. I know for many years I had a bit of a love-hate relationship with it myself. On one hand, it was always so fun to make Valentines and cookies with the kids when they were young. I was always a room mom and I loved helping in their class parties and doing those things. So that part of it was super fun. Looking back, I'm sure I used the kids' activities to distract myself a little bit from my own lack of romance on Valentine's Day because my own romantic life was not so fun. (laughs) Like so many women growing up in our culture, I had many ideas of how my husband should treat me and what he should do, what he should plan in order to show me how much I mattered to him. From a young age, I had learned that all of the princes in fairy tales knew how to make their princesses happy. And I wanted that fairy tale. I really believed it was his job, his work to make me happy. Right? I'm not proud to admit this, but I am sure that I acted pretty pouty and pretty disappointed with my husband for far too many years. I kind of put him in a no-win situation. Maybe you can relate to this. If this is something I'm describing um, that sounds familiar to you, pay attention because there's help available. But if he didn't do something for me, we're talking about Valentine's Day or, or other holidays too, like if if my husband didn't do something for me, well, he was going to be in trouble, right? Like anybody have those expectations that your husband needs to meet and if they don't do it, they kind of get in the doghouse. <laughs> well, that was true for me. And so then of course he felt pressure and he felt obligated And if he did buy flowers or something, I could see it was kind of done begrudgingly, like he had to do it because it was expected. So there was real, no, no real joy behind it. And then of course, because I saw his lack of joy (laughs) in pleasing me, I would feel disappointed because of the stories that I would tell myself, which again, led to him being in the doghouse, poor guy. We just got into some pretty unhealthy patterns that weren't very good And we weren't very good to each other, to be honest. And by the time our youngest was in high school, we'd really grown apart. Not on purpose, of course. No one tries for that. Nobody gets married saying, oh, I want to be really disconnected with my spouse in midlife, right? But it seems to happen because we get so 
involved in raising children, creating a life, getting to work, building up, building our lives. It's just, it, there's so much and it takes a lot out of us. Um, I don't think either one of us was really aware that it was happening. We both got caught up in those busy schedules, raising kids, and we stopped watering our grass. So you know the saying that the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. Well, what's really true is that the grass that's greenest is the one that gets watered well. And it seemed that he and I had stopped watering altogether. So I share this with you because I know what it feels like to be disconnected from my spouse. I know what it feels like to feel lonely and isolated in my marriage. But thankfully, when I was really thinking through what I wanted to experience in the second half of my life and wondering if I wanted to keep choosing my marriage through coaching, I was able to become aware of those painful stories I was telling myself. And I really did learn how to go from being a victim to taking full responsibility for my life and what I was creating in my marriage. And through that work, I did fix it. I figured it out. And I have completely turned our relationship around to the point where I can honestly say I am so madly in love with him. I love my guy. We are having so much fun together and it's an absolute dream come true. Everything I used to dream about is now my reality. He spoils me rotten. He says the right things. He, we travel together. We have fun. And, and those things were always available to us, but because we weren't watering that grass, because we weren't creating connection on purpose, because we weren't taking care of our marriage, we became disconnected. And listen, I want the dream for you too. So my hope today is that I'll be able to share some really helpful, easy strategies for you to be able to reconnect with your spouse as well. And listen, if you're not feeling super disconnected, that's okay. This is still for you. Keep listening because I'm going to give you some great tips and tools to increase that connection over this next week. Because listen, I'm telling you, life is too short to live as roommates. No one wants to be in that roommate status. We want to be lovers. We want to be friends. It's so much more fun. And there's just seriously no reason to suffer when you could be really enjoying one another. So I often hear my clients say, I just don't feel connected. Well, what is it about connection that makes us all feel whole and well? Connection is defined in relationships as a link that we're joined that we're connected together, right? That makes sense. As humans, we're not meant to be solitary creatures. We're all born with different gifts that complement each other's gifts. And then together we become better. That's why we marry our opposites. We see in them things that are different, things that we're deficient in ourselves. And we like adding those qualities to ourselves. We say, hey, let's hitch this cart together and together will be more, right? So many times when we feel disconnected, it's because of the way that we're focusing on the ways in which we are different, as if this is wrong, as if it's a problem. We tell ourselves that our differences separate us when just the opposite is true, if we'll allow it to be. Our differences can make us more if we can shift our thinking to view it that way. It's so important to understand that our relationship with someone else is simply our thoughts about that person. 
Remember back to when you were falling in love and there didn't seem to be any space in your brain for anything other than your new boyfriend? (laughs) You would think about them nonstop. At least I did. I know like my brain, I couldn't think of anything else. And they were all such good thoughts. This person could do no wrong, right? And if you want to feel more connected, this is the best place to start. Just notice how often you think about your partner. Do you think about them? Are your thoughts loving and kind? Or is your primitive brain feeding you negative, protective thoughts trying to keep you safe? What is your brain telling you about your partner? And are you believing everything that you think? Get really intentional about how often and how well you think about your spouse. This is a great first step. Are you open to being vulnerable with your mate? Do you give him the benefit of the doubt? I used to be super insecure about my body. I was always very active and fit as a college volleyball athlete. But once I had babies and stretch marks and added pounds, I felt horrible about my body. And I assumed that my husband did too. In fact, I would get mad at him (laughs) if he told me he thought I was beautiful because I figured he was just lying right? I didn't believe him. And I denied myself feeling all of his loving attraction. I absolutely robbed myself of that beautiful gift. Choosing to believe our spouse loves us 100% all of the time creates so much more connection. When we practice that belief that they love us 100%, well, then if they have a bad day and they come home grumpy, We don't take it personally. We can separate ourselves. We can differentiate ourselves. We understand that they're being bugged by their own experience during the day, and they're struggling with some sentences in their brain, their own thoughts. Remember, your thoughts create your feelings, and so does your partner's. His thoughts create his feelings. And as we understand that he can have a bad day and it's not about me, That makes us so much easier to be around each other, right? Can you see the magic in holding that belief? Can you see how much better of a partner we can be when we show up knowing that we're loved? We get to be that soft space to land instead of being that prickly person that keeps walking around on eggshells, assuming everything's about me, right? You get to offer compassion and comfort rather than walking on those eggshells and letting your brain run wild about everything that's wrong between you, which is all mostly made up by the way. So if you want more connection right now, stop and think about all of the ways your spouse's differences are perfect for you. How are they the perfect balance for you? Push your brain to answer the question, in what ways is my marriage absolutely perfect? It might be a stretch for you if if this is something that you haven't thought of recently or haven't even allowed yourself to consider, but um, let me just give you a few examples of my own. It might start jogging your brain a little bit. So in our house, my husband um, isn't great at remembering to bring things in from the car. We'll go to the grocery store or we'll go somewhere and he'll just hop out and walk inside. Like he totally forgets that we've got stuff to take in. But guess what? I remember. I do. And so we're perfect together, right? I'm the rememberer about that kind of stuff. It's not a big deal. We're perfect that way. He doesn't remember, but I do. So we balance each other. 
Now, I don't like to stress out over bills. I don't like to pay the bills, but he does. Perfect, right? Great balance. I don't, it's a job I don't want. He likes it. Perfect together. I don't love my body when I'm a little overweight, but he does. Perfect, right? He gets to enjoy it. And then that removes that stress from me. Um, Another example, I hate to change light bulbs. I hate taking care of the maintenance on my car. My husband hates doing dishes. Perfect. We divide and conquer. It's not a big deal. I like the way that we complement each other. I like that he has talents that I don't, my guy can fix anything. I'm telling you what, he's like MacGyver. I don't even, I don't even know. I've never even watched an episode of that, but I've heard people say MacGyver. And so he's like MacGyver, apparently like knows what to do with some duct tape and wire and he can fix anything. I'm telling you, it's amazing. I love that he can do that because I don't have the patience for it. I would much rather pay someone else to take care of my problems. I don't want to think about those little technical things and I don't like to fix things. And he loves to tinker and do that. So perfect. We're great together this way. Believing in your partner's love and that your differences are complementary, it creates more love, more for you and more for him. So really take a few minutes to consider what is the story you're telling yourself about him? Journal your thoughts, take a, take some time to write them down, see them on paper and ask yourself, do these thoughts cause me to feel connected or disconnected? And now, because we know we have the power to control our thinking, choose three new connecting thoughts about him that you want to practice. A few of mine that I love to think on purpose are we're the perfect team. We are perfect. We're the perfect team. We complement each other. And it's true. I just gave you some great examples. And every time I find new evidence that we're the perfect team, I, I stash that in my folder of the perfect team. I also like to think he's my perfect opposite. It helps me to really appreciate those ways that we're different. I like to think I love the way that he loves me. That is such a lovely thought for me because for so many years, I didn't notice the way that he loved me. I had an agenda. I wanted him to love me the way I wanted to be loved. So I didn't allow myself to notice all the incredible ways that he expresses his love for me. So when I practice the thought, I love the way he loves me, I feel cherished. I feel adored. I feel connected. What do you want to believe on purpose about your guy? Okay. Now, because it's Valentine's week this next week, I also want to give you five actions that you can take to show your spouse that you love him. These are super simple to do, but it will require to drop your walls a little bit. So do the exercises we've already discussed and then dive into these. Okay. Number one, tell him that he's needed. So many of us are so independent these days. We forget that we rely on each other for things. Let your guy know how much you appreciate him and the ways in which he partners with you, right? Show him that you see those differences. Tell him that you appreciate those differences. How long has it been since you thanked him for something? Let him know that you're grateful. That gratitude will go so far toward creating more love between you. Okay. Number two, show him some respect. 
It's so important that we let our partner know that we care about their life experience. We care what their life on the day-to-day is like, and we care about their happiness. Ask him, what is it like to be married to me? Listen, be brave and listen, right? It takes being vulnerable to, to ask that question. Make it safe for him to be honest with you. And use that feedback to make small improvements. Let him know that what he thinks and his opinions matter to you. This is very connecting when we do this in the right way. But you've got to make sure that you're managing your brain and you're not being offended. Again, we want to create safety between us. Okay, number three, give him a little nibble. (laughs) I love this one. Show him some affection. When's the last time you just gave him a little swat on the butt or a kiss on the neck, right? Let him know that you're still attracted to him, that you find him desirable. Even if it's like a 10 second hug or a five second kiss, human touch and affection is so healing. Allow yourself to enjoy it. Really focus on those physical sensations that you experience and in the warmth of his body and the warmth of his person, right? Like really allow yourself to enjoy those connecting moments. Okay. Number four, give him a pass. My husband and I have created the tradition when we're in the car, we like to call them idiot passes. But when we see someone cross five lanes of traffic to make an exit, or when someone cuts us off, rather than dropping into some road rage and getting really angry, we've decided just to stock our car with idiot passes. And we make sure it's always full. And then we just throw them a pass just figuratively, right? We're not really throwing things out the car, (laughs) but we give them a pass. We just say, oh, give that guy an idiot pass. And then we're over it and done. So make sure you stock yourself up too. And when he does something that drives you crazy, can you just give him a pass? You don't have to call it an idiot pass. That might be a little bit demeaning, but can we just give him a pass? I know for me, I love it when people give me a pass when I do stupid things. So it feels so good. It feels so, um, that is probably the most loving thing when someone can see that you've made a mistake and give you a pass. That feels very connecting. Give that a try. Okay. And number five, be his best friend. What do you do with a best friend? Think about it for a minute. You give them a call, right? You joke, you laugh with them, you take them to lunch, you celebrate their wins. So do this with your husband. Send him that funny text or that sexy gif. Take him a treat. Show up and be his friend. What does that look like? What do friends do? So many times we treat our friends far better than we treat our lovers, our husbands, right? Why? Why? Be a friend. When you show up as his friend, guess what you get in return? You get his friendship and it feels so, so delicious. So remember this finally, as we're wrapping up here, connection is simply your thoughts about the one you love. Our brains try to tell us that our differences are a problem, but it's a lie. Sameness is not unity. Our love and care for one another is what creates unity. And by embracing your differences, you will bring satisfaction and joy and love and that really yummy connection that you crave to your marriage. And who doesn't want more of that? 
Okay, my friends, that's all for today. Make it a wonderful week and be sure to sign up for a free consultation with me if you'd like to learn exactly what you can do to make all of your relationships better. The link is in the show notes. Okay, enjoy my friends. See you next time. Hey, if you are ready to get unstuck and make your midlife amazing, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And I want to invite you to join my Empty Nest Academy, where you will learn how to transform your mind, your relationships, and your life. Come free yourself of regret and disappointment and be so much happier. Listen, sis, we've got one shot at this big, beautiful life. Let's make it amazing. Go to janecopier.com, that's J-A-N-E-C-O-P-I-E-R.com and sign up today. And if you're not sure what's right for you, book a free consultation with me and we'll talk it over together. And we'll make sure to get you on the path that serves you the best. See you inside.